0: David W. Palmer 1 Corinthians 4:15 NLT For even if you had ten thousand others to teach you about Christ, you have only one spiritual father. For I became your father in Christ Jesus when I preached the good news to you. This is what the Apostle Paul said to the Corinthian believers, calling himself their spiritual father. However, at first reading, this seems to contradict what Jesus said. Matthew 23 9 NKJV Do not call anyone on earth your father for one is your father, he who is in heaven. These two verses from God's word must be in harmony. The only way to make sense of this is that in the first passage, the phrase, I became your father in Christ Jesus, implies that Paul was doing this in Jesus's name, and on his behalf, in other words, God did this through him. Galatians two twenty and KJV: I have been crucified with Christ, it is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Paul's confession here is that he was crucified dead to himself and to doing his own self directed volitions. On the contrary, it was Jesus whose volitions and actions were being lived through him. In other words, Paul is saying that all of his ministry was Jesus and the Holy Spirit doing the ministry through him. So, those born again in his ministry were fathered by God via the gospel, the living word of God. God's spora, in Greek. 1 Peter 1 NKJV, having been born again, not of corruptible seed but incorruptible, through the word of God which lives and abides forever. In this passage, the word that the translator put as seed is the Greek word spora, meaning a sowing, by implication, parentage. Yes, the living word preached in the gospel becomes the spiritual seed that begets a person's new birth, Paul preached this supernatural seed, and those born again through it became God's children. Paul was their father in Christ Jesus, in the sense that he was the human mouthpiece through whom God begot these new births. However, Paul's role in fathering in Jesus was far more than bringing them to new birth. In Jesus's name, and by allowing God to live through him. He has the dream of a huge loving family. Genesis seventeen four 4-5 MKJV, As for me, behold, My covenant is with you, and you shall be a father of many nations. 5. No longer shall your name be called Abram, but your name shall be Abraham, for I have made you a father of many nations. This is the dream and vision Father God gave to Abraham. God couldn't give him what he didn't have, so, this must have been the dream our Heavenly Father had from the beginning. God dreams of a multitude in His family of sons and daughters from many nations. As we take on the same attitude as Paul, As we, in Christ Jesus, walk in the vision to father people through the gospel, and as we further take on the vision to allow God to continue to father them through us, we can give God the opportunity to fulfill His long-held dream. To help us in this plan, let's now look at some of the aspects of being a father in Christ Jesus to those who have received the new birth into God's family. His dream can only come to pass via cost, sacrifice and suffering. Without doubt, when Jesus did His part in bringing His Father's vision to pass, it cost Him dearly. First, He had to lay down His own life independent of His Father, He did only what He saw with His Father, and He said what He heard from Him. This is also what we need to do. John twenty twenty one NKJV So Jesus said to them again, Peace to you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. Then, after living His life in total submission to His Father, imitating Him and fulfilling His Father's dream, Jesus had to make the ultimate sacrifice to allow His Father's dream to become reality, He had to lay down His life by dying on the cross. 2 Corinthians five fourteen 14-15 8 For the love of the Messiah compels us to reason this, the one died in the place of every person, so then every person died with Him. 15 And He died in the place of every person, that those who live would not live for themselves, but for the one who died for their persons, them, and arose parentheses added. For us to truly be fathers in Christ Jesus, we have to take on this part of his mission, not living for ourselves, but for Jesus who laid down his life for us. And, although his death is sufficient for everyone for all time, he does call us to take on his attitude in this, by laying down our own independent self-life to let him continue through us his life of serving others at his own expense. Paul put it like this. Philippians 2 5, 7-8 NLT, you must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. 7. He gave up his divine privileges, he took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, 8. He humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Colossians 1:24 and KJV, I now rejoice in my sufferings for you and fill up in my flesh what is lacking in the afflictions of Christ, for the sake of his body, which is the church. And Jesus says to us, Luke 9 23 NKJV, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, and take up his cross daily, and follow me. So, for us, the first part of being a father to others in Christ Jesus is to take on the attitude that we must make sacrifice, out of sight, before the event, to make new birth and new life available to them. This would include preparing for, giving to, praying for outreaches, and serving in the background for evangelistic events, etc. Then, we must lay down our self-life to look after and train His babies, who have been birthed through the gospel. To the natural eye, this may look like a thankless and grueling task, but the one on whose behalf we do it, God, sees this and overflows with eternal appreciation for those who voluntarily help Him fulfill His vision, especially, when it is at such great personal cost to them. He rewards and rewards, on earth and in heaven." Mark 10 29-30 MKJV, So Jesus answered and said, Assuredly, I say to you, there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands, for my sake in the Gospels, 30, who shall not receive a hundredfold now in this time, houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and lands, with persecutions, and in the age to come, eternal life. The only true spiritual Father, God, loves and guides each of his sons and daughters into fulfilling what he created them to be and do, as they help fulfill his vision. He watches over us with detailed observation and heartfelt compassion, believing the best of us, and helping us become all that he has designed us to be. His fathering heart does all of this for us and more, and as we take up his dream, we can do this in his name for others, especially the newborn believers. 1 Corinthians thirteen seven TLB If you love someone, you will be loyal to Him no matter what the cost. You will always believe in Him, always expect the best of Him, and always stand your ground in defending Him. The Glorious Church will not only be a church of evangelism and new baby Christians, it will be a church flooded with more mature believers, all taking on this fathering responsibility in Christ Jesus. Love will characterize their actions, and their devotion to helping newer family members will engender loyalty, respect, security, and great progress. You can begin doing this for others today in Jesus' name.